Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, friends. Thanks for stopping by for the premiere episode of Left Turns and Loud Noises. Greatly appreciate you guys being here. On today's episode, we're going to talk a lot about uh, qualifying at Daytona, Hendrick sweeping that, talk about the clash and the reactions after the race. We're going to talk a little bit about predictions as well, not only for the Daytona 500, but the regular season for both Xfinity Cup and Trucks. I just want to say, if you're interested in sponsoring the podcast, please contact me, Anthony, at leftturnsandloudnoises at gmail.com. Again, that's leftturnsandloudnoises at gmail.com. Just again want to thank you guys for stopping by. Hope we uh, give you a good show. Let's pull those belts tight one more time for a great season ahead of us. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Left Turns and Loud Noises. My name is Anthony Trick. Today is February 10th, 2019, and boys, NASCAR is back, and in the most boring way possible. Oh, I'm here joined today by my hosts, Kevin and Nolan. What's up, guys? Hey, hey what's, what's up? Man? Just ready for uh, some actually good racing, hopefully next weekend, not like we saw this weekend. <laughs> we got hey, at least we got some action on there regardless of the rain so what we have here today this is a nascar podcast that i'm doing with a couple guys that i met on reddit we're going to be doing this for right now we're doing about an episode a week until we can figure out some more things but don't worry you follow us on twitter at left loud um podcast we'll definitely oh i'm sorry i changed that name i did change that name it's l ltln podcast now um left loud just sound a little too ridiculous for me um, but yeah, I'm going to go around. Uh, Nolan, since you were the last guy to join the podcast, how about you go first and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself? All right. Um, my name is Nolan. Um, I've been a NASCAR fan probably uh, since I was a youngin. And uh, my parents uh, grew up watching IndyCar, and I also did. And um, when they they followed Tony Stewart into the NASCAR world, and uh, that was probably around the time I was like, I don't know, four or five. 
and um, I've been a NASCAR fan ever since and uh, done multiple tracks. I've been to multiple tracks like uh, Atlanta, Bristol, Darlington, Michigan, uh, Talladega, um, New Hampshire, Pocono. And, um, you know, I'm still a full-time student right now and I also uh, work full-time. I work as an import operator. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much about me, a pretty boring life. <laughs> hey, man, it's just about as exciting as it gets, honestly, for a NASCAR fan these days. There All you right, go. Well, thank you, Nolan. Um, uh, Kevin, why don't you go? Yeah, hey, guys. I, uh, I'm Kevin. I'm a student at Florida State University. I've been a NASCAR oh, nice. fan since, uh, I'd say, about I was four. I remember watching the 2004 Daytona 500. I saw Michael Walter flipping through the grass. You know, when you're a young kid, you just... You see cars crashing, you're, you're, you're into it. And then over the years, I got more into sport, learning the inner workings of it, and just hardcore fan right now. All right, perfect. Cool. All right. And I'm your host, Anthony. Uh, I also went to Florida State. I'm 24 years old, graduated. I'm the only one not in school right now. Uh, you know, I'm, uh, I got a political science and English degree, so I might as well put half of that English degree to work by doing a podcast. I've been watching NASCAR since I was about six years old. I got a video game on my uh, seventh birthday, which is NASCAR 2001. Still my favorite NASCAR game ever. And it pretty much got me into the sport. I uh, went to a homestead race in 2001, um, and that was my first race. And then I went to a couple others at homestead and uh, a couple of 500s and a uh, Pepsi 400 thrown in there. I didn't go to a race, though, in between 2004 and 2018, and my first race that I went to in 14 years was actually the Charlotte Roval. So I'm, like, the least experienced one here with, um, as far as it goes with uh, being at races, but definitely uh, I feel like I've, I've been religiously watching NASCAR since 2004. Like, every weekend I make a point to watch it. Back in the day, I used to uh, literally record it on old tapes. I know I'm dating myself a little bit there, but... Yeah, so that's a little bit of it. So this weekend. Yeah, we, this we... was an interesting weekend for sure. If you're a 100 Motorsports fan, you're elated without a doubt. And if you're just about anyone else, you're pretty pissed off. I think, I think Hendrick's uh, pockets are a little bit empty. There's no way that all four of them got in there if you're a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> you're, you're, you're automatically thinking, like, NASCAR is fueling the fire for this conspiracy that yeah. it's storylines. I mean, oh, my goodness, four Hendrick cars on the – like starting obviously not starting one two three four but i mean i'm i might as well crown the duels already they they look so fast already yeah it's it's nuts i, I mean, i'm super pumped for byron being a young guy myself like he's only 20 now is he, he's a deep yeah. call sweater super cool for him this says a lot about nascar though thinking that uh chad canals moving to william byron is the biggest storyline headed out of the off season yeah for sure i saw some guy today saying uh right i think actually knows dw saying when uh jimmy went to He's like, oh, I guess the uh, the power in that relationship was Jimmy, and then William Byron goes out like two cars after and just smokes Johnson's time. It's like, all right, well, <laughs> maybe it was Chad. Willie B's just like, hold my dick real quick. I'm about, yeah. to, I'm about to win five <laughs> championships myself. Now, are you guys surprised that it's uh, that the number eight didn't get the pole? Because I'll be honest with you, when I saw Hemrick go out and uh, he started, uh, you know, doing his laps, he was first up until the Hendrick cars started. Uh, yeah, exactly. Their laps. I kind of thought, oh, the eight's going to get it because it's the return of the eight. Since uh, I want to say Dale or no, never mind. Martin Shrix drove the eight for a little bit. Teresa uh, absolutely called um, and said, no fucking way I'm allowing this. Yeah. 
Well, no. Well, I was reading um, about that, and I guess she has the rights to the font that yeah. Dale and her Jr. does, but the actual oh, yeah. number itself, she doesn't. So, oh no, she loses um, her mind if she sees that font. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad, so, I'm glad the eight's using the font that it is now rather than uh, Hemmerich's last year. It kind of looked that cool. was so so nasty. Yeah. Yeah. Seeing yeah. it in person was even worse. Oh yeah, you were there. <laughs> not, not, yeah, I know. I'm just gonna brag about that until I go to another NASCAR race. <laughs> <sighs> uh, well, yeah, I know. Honestly, Hemrick probably. Uh, that is a huge storyline, but NASCAR said no, no, no. Yeah, I, I'm super excited to see what he and all of RCR can do this year. I, I yeah, I was. I was really surprised at how, their speed. Really. Yeah, like. Reddick, uh, third car for them. He qualified on speed for the 500. He's not even the third. Yeah, that, that's the thing we'll get into. Um, yeah, I didn't even realize that Reddick was going to be running the 31 for this race. Uh, I don't know exactly how many more races he's running. I assume he's probably doing Talladega. I, I think this is, as of now, his only one scheduled. Yeah, you know, if he has a good performance, because he's only running a couple races in the Xfinity this year, I believe, or am I off? No, he's... Yeah, he's full he time. He's full time. Yeah, okay. he's in the uh, the two car for RCR. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. They've moved out of there. I know one of the reasons why you've seen like you know Jermaine racing throw a second car in there and Richard Childress racing throwing a yeah. third car in there is because I think this is the last race where they're u- where they're using the 2018 uh, Super Speedway package because that's from my understanding right. is that to in Talladega uh, the spring they're going to end up using a new package and mm-hmm. so a lot of you know teams at least like Jermaine Racing and Richard Childers Racing you know they, they probably have a couple ones sitting around so why not give Casey Mears or Reddick you know a chance just to go in there yeah. just to run the 500 for sure yeah, yeah. and shouts out Casey Mears getting in on speed that's, yeah, that's I, don't know. I did not see that's that coming cool. out a guy who his entire career had to worry about the duels just doesn't have to sweat like god bless him yeah I'm very sure. I'm very happy for Casey that's that's a big story right there for him. Um, I was surprised. I was surprised to see Casey Mears even uh, join the conversation that he was going to be in the 500, and especially with Jermaine Racing because I, yeah, right? I felt like the bur- the bridge was burned. I um, guess not. I guess it was fine. Honestly, they were yeah. just like, yeah, come through. Like, <laughs> I, I don't think that he's been in a car since 2016. I think. Well, hang on. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't remember him. In the right, actually, he might have been in the Xfinity Series for like a couple races last year, but yeah, he he that, pops yeah. up every now and then, and you're just like, yeah, oh. it's like Parker Clingerman who has to get in on time, but it's like, yeah, he just shows up and uh, Parker Clingerman. I wish that he Clingerman. found more success in the NASCAR too. world. Yeah, he seems like such a cool dude, and yeah, this will be Casey Mears' first race since his last full season at Jermaine in 2016. Wow. So, okay. welcome back. <laughs> Damn, he did run 14 races in 2017 in the Xfinity. And just, I, I guess he was just vibing out last year. He's like, you know what? Nah, this, like, I'm going to wait until it's a little more fair with this new package. And we can kind of run into that. So obviously that's going to be Atlanta. We're going to go a little bit more into that. But this is the last uh, race, per se, without the package. Uh, you guys looking forward to drafting all year? Or? I'm excited for it on the mile half. Um, I mean, obviously they're running the... Yeah. They're not running the uh, complete restricted engine package on tracks like you know Bristol Phoenix. They're only running. They're still running 750 horsepower. But yeah, like, yeah, which is a relief. Uh, I was very worried until I read more. Yeah, 
Uh, I'm, I'm excited for it. I think that uh, it's not going to be as bad as what people are portraying. Um, oh. I think it's it's one of those situations where I feel like when something new happens or is announced, I feel like NASCAR fans kind of get in a little bit of a tizzy, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and they get really worked up about how it is or or you know what rule they don't like or what rule they do like, and then it just well, turns out being completely don't want opposite. to see any more change because of all the changes that have happened. They feel like yeah. it affected the sport. So obviously it's gonna it's gonna be something that I'm excited to see. I'm not counting yeah. it out and dis discrediting it before I even yeah. see it like in an actual competition. Because the Vegas test, which happened uh, about what I think two weeks ago now, yeah, yeah was something like this between the bachelor party I just came back from and just uh, Gasparilla. Like I am just I'm a shell of a man right now. But uh, yeah, like yeah, I I'm taking like five or six friends to Atlanta for their first race. And I'm just thinking, I don't see how the package last year and the way Harvick dominated that, no offense to that, like, he, I mean, he just straight up whooped the field. But I'm thinking, yeah. bring in new fans who are race, they'd rather see where all the cars are all together than a... Well, yeah, I mean, that's why Daytona and Talladega are so popular besides, you know, yeah. giant accidents. And, <laughs> of course, I think we're still going to be seeing that with this new oh, I think so, too, yeah. I don't think they're going to be as violent and I don't think they're going to be like as ridiculous, but they're definitely going to take out some good cars. And I, I feel like I read somewhere that they're thinking about doing something with the caution clock, but I mean, oh, I, hope not. I have my, or Ooh, not caution, I clock, doubt it. not caution clock. I, I, I triggered both you guys there. I meant the <laughs> airtime clock. I'm sure like someone just turned off the podcast here. And yeah. Caution <laughs> clock. Like, All right. See you guys. That's it. <laughs> this has been great. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, I have my own quarrels with the with the repair clock. Uh, I allowed to exist. It's interesting. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I get so, why it's a thing, just because you know, like you don't want people running out there with parts falling yeah, up. I miss the days when you had guys like Mark '90s, where his car was just completely ripped. Yeah, that shows, is, that and is, you had a duct tape six on it. Like that yeah, was that was a great trend. That was very fun to see. I I get why they do it now. Yeah. Um. All right, anything else you guys want to talk about from qualifying? Um, i trying to think. Uh, Pensy cars look stronger than the Stuart Haas cars. I was expecting to see that after Caldega. Yeah, pure speed-wise, I agree with you there. Yeah, and then today, obviously, in the, the duels, or not the duels, the, uh, the Clash, they look better, I guess. I mean, they were one, one through four, yeah. if you include Menard in there. For Yeah, we'll get into the Clash in a second. This is... Um... <laughs> What what number is this? This is number six as far as it goes with Hendrick Daytona 500 front row lockouts, which is the most absurd thing. Oh, wow. I think when you, and here's an even more absurd stat: these have all happened um, post 2010. Or, yeah, because it wasn't last year because Hamlin snuck in the album. Yeah, that's five lockouts in in nine years. That's absurd when you think about yeah. that. Yeah. And this is Bowman, I believe Bowman two years in a row now. Like that's I, the, row, the yeah, 88 yeah. car, yeah, like. The yeah. 88 car just sneaks its way up there every single time. Like, I'm looking at this picture right now, and the 88 car is in four of the five pictures. Wow, yeah, Greg Ives knows how to... And all those guys yeah. back at the shop, they know how to set up... Hey, man, he's got to give himself a pat on the back. He he honestly, like, worked up a great uh, package there. So, oh, yeah. you know, hey, we'll see those guys leading, leading off the Daytona 500 next Sunday. I cannot wait for that. And I'm going to be yeah. so excited. The only thing I'm worried about Hendrick is we saw last year how, yeah, they're fast off once the tires wear and it's hot and slick out they cannot go off turn four without spinning out 
Yeah. Yeah, oh, that yeah. was I was I was gonna make a comment on that. It seems like they're fast at qualifying, but when it you know comes race time, they're yeah. they're non-existent. I mean, you you see guys like Penske or uh, Stuart Haas or something like that. They'll uh, yeah. they'll they run up in, the, in the front there. <laughs> yeah, I heard Bowman today that they've actually worked on handling a little bit. So hopefully, for Hendrick's sake, they've actually done it, and it's not just yeah. He's not just BSing, but I'm, I don't know. I'm super excited to see Hendrick get back to former form if they can do that. I know it's just day <laughs> Your time. former glory. Yeah, it really doesn't mean much in terms of season-long strength, but it's a nice start. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens there. Let's go ahead and move on to the Clash. So, obviously, right after the uh, – about an hour after the qualifying ended, we got to see actual cars on track racing each other for position, not really for any points. But, you know, at least we got to see something. And I, I say for position lightly because what we saw was just, it feels like the last Daytona 500 and the last uh, Talladega race just put in a nutshell, just nothing really happening, mm-hmm. single file racing. And it's unfortunate because I, I love Daytona racing and I get why they do this. They, they don't feel like there's a need to go balls to the wall, but it's also the fact that they can't control these cars. And yeah. I mean... Like spot the lie, mm-hmm. and I I don't think uh, the rain helped that either. Like the oh no, the you have a slick surface starting out there. stopping. What in the world was that though? They waited two laps to call a caution early on, where these guys are like, I am so surprised these guys did not call like or cause a huge accident at that point. Yeah, because I I like, heard uh, Hoots was not calling this race, and this is going to be the guy who's calling it in the future. Mm-hmm. I'm a little skeptical. Ooh, that oh, sounds so I've been I was lied to by Jeff Gordon because he said Hoots. Did he uh, say Hoots? I like I originally thought it was Hoots. I commented something. Him or DW said Hoots. Um, so I'm very surprised that it wasn't Hoots. Um, I don't know. Do you guys do you guys believe what those guys say in the booth, anyways? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, me. hey, man, that what they, what 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 would would Mike Joy preaches is gospel, okay? Yeah, <laughs> but that vortex theory was uh, not in full effect today. No, no, there was nothing happening. Like <laughs> you couldn't get a run, and I noticed this on one of the restarts with there was like a five car break or not breakaway. There was a five car pack on the bottom, mm-hmm. led by Hamlin, and just every through the corners, Hamlin is able to gain some ground in the straightaways. That top group is just like blowing past him like he's standing still. Oh. It, it was so frustrating to watch that because it's just like you couldn't get momentum going. And obviously it's going to be different. You only had 20 cars in this race, but I feel like for the duels, like you have the potential again for another race where it's going to be single file follow the leader. Yeah, honestly, I think, I hate to say this, I don't see how the duels will make it better because it'll be a cooler track, which will only, you know, further take the handling away, and these are actually going to be the 500 cars they're running in, so no one wants to turn Yeah, well, maybe then we'll have less than six cars finish the race, so. Yeah. <laughs> Shittier <laughs> handling. I yeah, mean, plus we got eliminations, so maybe that'll throw someone into it. We got bump Yeah, back. so going back to the qualifying, we do have um, four cars that are on the bubble. True, Ryan Truex, um, Joey Gase, Parker Kligerman, and I'm... It's not Chastain, is it? No, it's not Chastain. No, he, he's is, a charter. Uh, I'm never going to get this guy's name. Who right? is it? Like, you say it, and I'm going to be like, oh, right. Oh, Brennan Gaughan. Brennan Gaughan. Wait, Brennan Gaughan is one of them? Oh. Yeah. yeah. You've, I forgot that Brennan Gaughan was even racing. He's weird, right? 
That, yeah, that team just shows up for the short comparisons. They actually run no, pretty I mean, well. And they do well. They do very yeah. well. Brian Gaunt, a lot of respect to Brian Gaunt. I've been yeah. following him since he was uh, – he got robbed of a Truck Series championship in 2003. So Jimmy Smith. I've, I've always respected the guy. My ass. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I remember oh, when yeah. he uh, drove for Penske, the 77 Kodak. Oh, yeah. No, that, was a, that, was, that was a car that just was ringing around the rosy for Penske. He really yeah. did not know like who to put in that because he had gone Travis Vapel. Oh, oh I, for, I, for, yeah. I forgot That's about that. Pass. That's a blast for pass right there. Yeah, because I mean, Hornish, yeah. Hornish was like the main, like he drove the 77 for well, wow, Sam Hornish Jr. Years. has history in the Penske car. He's the first car of tomorrow to flip over. Oh. Yeah, who well, it's technically 2008 was, Auto Club. You're right. Yep. Yeah, yep. he, he, he oh. just... Greg Biffle, I think it was, just ran into the side of him and just kept pushing and Hornish just like, no, no, stop, stop, I'm already stopped. And Biffle's like, dude, I'm coming. Like, I, there's nothing you can do here. And he just rolls away. He's like, well, fuck, sorry, man. <laughs> um, God, I lost my train of thought. Thanks. Thanks, yeah. Hornish. Yeah. Um, shit. That's All my, right, we that's my fault for bringing up the settings. But yeah, okay. The, so yeah, the single file obviously is annoying, but there's nothing you because you saw what happened as soon as they started racing. They fucking wrecked each other. Like, yeah. It, I mean, it, it's only going to cement further the fact that they're not going to want to, like, race when it doesn't matter at first, you know? Yeah. Like, I cannot stop thinking about how not funny of a circumstantial finish that was, but, like, how almost ironic because Jimmy Johnson had not finished a clash since, I think, 2011. So it's been seven yeah. years in a row. It was seven years in. And the way he wins is by... Technically, he was still involved in the crash. Oh, as soon as that happened, I literally said, oh, eight. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and the motherfucker he, saved he, he it. Try, and then, I mean, yeah, he won. It's good for him. Uh, good guess. for Ali's financial. You know, the first technical race with Jimmy getting in victory. Good, I, hope they, this, I do uh, hope they stick around, though. That's, that's good to have a sponsor that, that'll like sponsor oh, yeah. like 30-plus races. Yeah, yeah, I don't think that 48 team is going to be flexing. Oh, yeah, we won the, uh, the Clash. Uh, I mean, no one... I just want to point out that, um, you know, only three drivers, I believe, have won the Clash and the 500. I'm making this stat up because I saw, I, saw um, I, saw, I saw it on Fox. They said, like, oh, only two Ford drivers have won the Clash and the 500. And I'm like, well, thanks. I didn't want to know about Toyota, Pontiac, or Chevy. Yeah. Thanks. thanks, Ford. Yeah, I know no one's ever swept the Clash duel, their duel race, and the 500. Tony Stewart, back in 2007, won the first two, and then he had the dominant car in the, uh, the yeah. 500. Then, oh, yeah. Uh, that was great. Hamlin, that very vividly. Yeah. Hamlin was close one year, too. Not the year yeah, that he won, but I think either 2015 or 2017, he, uh, he won the duel. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It was yeah, on those the, years. The Clash. Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't, we'll see what happens here. If Jimmy, if Jimmy does that, I'll, I don't. I don't that'd be, I don't, that'd be something. Because he's not a great plate driver, so I that'd mean, unless he's going to take out the entire field again, I don't. He's going to have some stiff competition. See, I feel bad saying he's not a great plate driver because he has two day, Daytona five hundreds. Yeah, but when I watch those day, okay, so they were very boring. The twenty thirteen Daytona five hundred. He it was. It was essentially follow the leader yeah. the last 30 laps, and that yeah. was just like that was the first race of the Gen 6, and not a lot of them really knew what to do with that package, and mm-hmm. it was just kind of feel it out. And yeah. 
they couldn't figure out how to get around Jimmy. And to be fair, the Gen 6 car, it's tough when it's at Daytona. It just seems to do so much better at Talladega. And yeah, I, I don't know if just because Talladega is a lighter track or what, but yeah. I don't know I, what I it is about Talladega, but it, I, 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 I will say, and I'll, I'll throw this out there as a hot take, Talladega races have been better than Daytona. Uh, I don't even think that's... I think that's yeah, definitely. Hot well, I said it's a hot take, so therefore it's a hot take. <laughs> don't take that away from me. Um, uh, so, yeah, Jimmy Johnson. I mean, when you look at that, do you think that Jimmy lost control, or he just like really just fucked up a side draft? So I think he was going to side draft Menard. If you look at the video, he came over a lot more than Menard came over. It was still a bit of both, but if I had to like get a ratio or percentage to the fault of that. I think it was 75 Johnson, 25 Menard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with that. When, when I watched the replay, um, the thing that I noticed is that it didn't seem like Jimmy gave Paul Menard a lot of room for error. So, I mean, he literally tucked up right next to Menard trying to mm-hmm. make that move, whereas I've seen other guys, like I know Suarez did it, uh, actually, he did it without anybody behind him when he was trying to make moves. And um, a lot of guys, they'll pull off to the side. They'll kind of get toward the corner, uh, the rear corner of the car, and then they'll slide down and then try and take that momentum to try and pass them. And I kind of felt, yeah. Yeah, I felt like Johnson, he didn't do that. He just moved. It was super tight, and there was no room for error. And then Menard probably wasn't anticipating it and and uh, they ended up colliding which that's why a lot of people are saying it's more of a racing deal but i agree it's like a 75 percent johnson move yeah. because he should have he should have given menard some room i agree completely yeah. no yeah. I, I absolutely agree with that it's it, i can't even say it was too early because like all the drivers and crew chiefs had to have been aware of the impending weather. Oh, yeah, like, they knew, they knew there was like no way that race was going to finish under green no matter what like i i don't know if like because even with eight laps to go, I don't think that they're going to, like, wait it out for something like that. They were yeah. just like, all right, that's it. Like, And that's a shame because I feel like we could have gotten more racing. It was a tease. It was a serious tease. Like, all of a sudden, they're getting side <laughs> by side. Yeah. You see this racing. You see them closing the door. You see them just kind of getting antsy with each other, and then they wreck. It's, it's unfortunate, but, you know, it gives me hope for the duels. Yeah, like they those last uh, couple laps up until the crash, that inside lane forming, and they they were making a march. So that does give me a little bit of excitement. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say it's, or I'm not gonna like you know predict the duels are gonna be the greatest restricted place ever, but you know, yeah, I, I really I mean, think that, really that that second lane is dictated by who is leading it too. Yeah, because when Hamlin was leading it, uh, it was going nowhere. Even with four or five, four or five cars well, behind him, but yeah, with, the with, Fords are just so they're so fast. Like Logano and Kislowski, they pull out in front, and that second lane goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just, I, I really think that that second lane is going to be dictated by uh, power more than anything else. Yeah, I mean, I've been saying it all week, like, and I, I, I mentioned podcast I ran. Um, but I mean, there's no reason for me to jump off this train that Ford won't be the most dominant car at Daytona. Like he's, they, they work like Stuart Haas and Penske just work so well as a full team. Like, yeah, it's nuts. It's so, it's just the way you do it. You throw in uh, Ralph Fenway into the mix and he obviously. Yeah. 
sometimes, but well, yeah, he's, he's, he's still got the Roush had engines in there. If Stenhouse keeps it off other cars, I think he'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. You know, people yeah, love think... running that narrative, but it is, I mean, until his Stenhouse finishes a race without bumping into someone, it's kind of true. Yeah, like, yeah, I think if there, if you had to put a storyline on the 500 going into it, I think it's Ford versus Chevy and Toyota. I mean, pretty much like Toyota's got only six drivers in the um in the 500 at the moment. Like that's implying that you know, I think Gase is running a Toyota. Yeah, I, I saw them running a Toyota. Yeah. I was like, I so, so okay, so there's Clearman. six or seven, seven then I believe. Yeah, okay, that's yeah, just I feel so like ridiculous. Speedway package. They it's, no, they've really been impressive. I know there was like one year where they were like total team domination. All was four that 2016? Yeah, it was yeah, 2016 when Hamlin yeah. won. And everybody was like, oh, Toyota, like, oh, they're the best at super speedways. But Ford just took over in 2017. Yeah, once Stuart Haas went to Ford, I was, that, that was a real turning point for them because they have just been dominant. And Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see the domination there. You look at those guys, and only um, Logano, Kurt Busch, I, yeah, those are the only guys who've won the 500 in that in those camps, I believe. I mean, those are some hungry drivers there. Bar- yeah. ah, geez, I can't make words happen right now, and I apologize. <laughs> I fucking Har- sound like Harvick's won the 500 too. Yeah, that was Chevy. Well, look, no, I, I choose yeah, to forget yeah. that. I choose to forget that one because I'm I like Mark Martin. So. Uh, I remember <laughs> watching that, and that was the most heartbreaking thing, just to see yeah. Mark Martin get so close. Because I mean, we would have had another Dale Earnhardt Senior situation if Mark Martin would have won that. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. That would have been so much respect on. We missed such a great opportunity, but oh well. Yeah. Um, Kevin Harvick, yeah, he is. He's just another one that is constantly there. I don't. I don't think too much about Harvick on super speedways. And I know I should because he's so good at Talladega, but man. Another one is Boyer, too. He's Boyer's sneaky. Super speedway. Yeah, he Boyer just needs to not get in trouble. Like, he just keeps getting caught in other people's shit, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. Like, Almirola, I think, is. This is going to be a hot take. I think Almirola is the best plate driver right now, which is. You're probably saying, like, oh, because last year, Olegano. I think. The way Amarola is... You can't see it, but I'm nodding my head, and I might need a neck brace from how hard I'm doing <laughs> it. Like, obviously, he won Talladega. Um, he was in the lead with one to go at Daytona last year. and oh, what happened? Solid. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's a driver of the three car. Well, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm not a psychic. I can't call Dale Earnhardt. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. A medium. <laughs> Jesus. Um... <laughs> I mean, I'll allow that to exist. Almirola has looked great in the 10 car, but I mean, it, for me, it's 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 Brad Keselowski, Joey Logano leading the Fords right now. Yeah. yeah. If Stuart Haas can get it going, like, you know, I am curious what Suarez can continue to do. Like, I would like to see him succeed, but... Yeah, I think Suarez is probably the biggest unknown of the season. Yeah. Like, he honestly, I could see him... Doing nothing, having zero wins, or I could see him busting off like five or six. He's I, not I really a flashy play. guy, though. Like, He's if you not. remember at Talladega 17, he just showed up there at the end, and you're like, yeah. oh, he might literally win this race. And then I, I went to go to the bathroom. I came back, and there was another huge wreck. But, oh, man. Yeah, that one really hurt. But, um, yeah, I, I, those Fords, man. I tell yeah. you what, if I'm a betting man and I am a gambling putting money on those Fords. Yeah, if I'd, yeah, for sure. Right now, if I had to pick a manufacturer to win the 500, 
forward. I don't know which organization. Um, I feel like every year I say, oh, this is Brad's year to finally win it. But I, I mean, that's going to be consistent. I think Brad is like just the next guy on the list of like drivers that deserve to win the 500. Yeah. I think, but yeah, Hermer. There's other guys, but Brad is just like so accomplished right now. And he's, he's at the top of his game still. Yeah. I, when was the last time he won a restricted place? I want to say it was 2017. Uh, yeah, he won the county far. I mean, he won the 2018 count that, but. Oh, yeah, true, true. But, yeah. you know, are we even going to count today? Because it didn't even go like a complete 75 laps. Yeah, I, today did happen. It's a day I'll probably forget. Uh, yeah, no, I always forget who, win, <laughs> who wins the class. Yeah. Like, I can, you can name me like a year or even a driver and ask me like how they won the class. I'm like, dude, I have no idea. There's only like three I remember. Like Denny Hamlin winning the first one in 2000, like his first ever race in 2006. Oh, yeah. That was a big deal. That's pretty much what cemented me as a Denny fan back in the day. Um, Tony Stewart in 2002, because I didn't like Stewart. Oh. And then I feel like Junior did it at some point, and that's probably. Like, I couldn't I even give you a year. I couldn't even give he, you a year. He, uh, I think Junior won the clash when uh, it was like his first race of the 88 or something like that. Someone's probably screaming into their radio right now. Like <laughs> he did it in 2008. You uh, fucking yeah. idiots. <laughs> yeah. I was there uh, for the clash in 2012 when Kyle Busch beat Stewart at the line. And I like, I, I grew up a huge Tony Stewart fan. I still am a fan of that man today. And like, I didn't you get to have at least still see Kyle him. Bush, but, you know, it was Kyle Busch. And you kind of built into that mob mentality of disliking him. So I was pissed, but like, that was such a good race, the way he was wheeling that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about the one where he was sideways at one yeah, point. Yeah, like still. twice. Yeah, it was yeah. nuts. Oh, yeah. That, that was the one where Jeff Gordon did a barrel roll down the front stretch. That, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, yeah okay. That, I do that remember that one. race I've ever been to. I, dude, I wish I went to something like that. That, that was wild on TV. Yeah. I couldn't believe that shit. Yeah. Um, so, actually, I'm going to streamline off. You mentioned Kyle Busch. Like, he, he seems fine. Didn't really seem like his ankles hurting him too much. NASCAR drivers are so fragile, man. I'm telling you what. Yeah, and they didn't you... go out there and race. Like, Denny Hamlin literally <laughs> ran half a season on a torn ACL. Yeah. So, for those of you listening at home who don't know, Kyle Bush, last night, what? He went to a trampoline park with Brexton, his kid, and some kid double pounced him and he rolled his ankle <laughs> and Fox put it up like, oh, Kyle Bush is injured. Is it going to affect it? I'm like... Oh God, I hope they have probable up <laughs> there. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, my God. I can't believe it was like just the kid double bounces him in hell. Like, yeah, oh, a, I mean, it's, he was like, he didn't want to step on it. So he was like, all right, I'll just take this. And yeah. Uh, it'll, it'll be fine. <laughs> reminds me of a storylines on that one. Kyle Bush steps on a little kid at trampoline park. Uh, <laughs> Facebookers would have a great time with that one. He's he's suffered a lot with injuries in Daytona, so I think. He'll... <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. Embrace the bay. What's what's worse, hitting a concrete wall or getting double jumped? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you decide. <laughs> well, so do we want to he... get into uh, our our five hundred picks? Yeah, no, I think that we pretty much hit everything. Like, you know, not too much going on today. Uh, we Arca, if you guys want to, real quick. I'm going to be very honest with you guys. I did not watch the race last night. I was working the first half, and I came back, saw the second half. Harrison Burton, I think, led every lap. Good for him. Yeah, okay. That's so I guess I... that was my first question. It didn't, they didn't get to use their ridiculous overtime rule, did they? 
No, I think so, they, they um, did. The new rule they implemented was instead of unlimited green-white checkers and they have to have a green flag finish, it was just one attempt at a one-lap shootout. I like that better than what they did last year because I hated – they were there was like two times last year where they came off and turned four and then they oh, racked yeah. and re-racked them. And I was like, this is stupid. I, I, I think it was, at that point I was like, the, that, that guy needs to be like furious with Arca. Yeah. Like he has yeah. this race one. I, I, it was the 43, I think, and then he got wrecked. Yeah, no, I think they should do it to where it's a two-lap shootout, kind of like how NASCAR does it. It's two laps. <laughs> if you get to the white, then the next flag ends it. And yeah. then get to – and if you don't get there, try it again. Like, I saw some guy on Reddit yesterday saying he he was pissed at the ARCA finish because he's one of those guys that are like, oh, well, if the race is scheduled to be 80 laps, then it should end at lap 80. And I'm like – that's like I get other motorsports to do that or whatever, but yeah. he probably also doesn't want them to have like closed face helmets. He just wants them to have an open face and yeah, like, like we, no Hans devices, please. We live in a time, especially with American sports, where yeah, stuff like fo- football games. You know, sixteen minutes advertised, yeah. and if it goes over, uh, you know, no one's complaining. It's like, oh man, I gotta watch more football or anything like that. Like, yeah, you can mock the overtime rules uh they have or that any series has for that matter but yeah i, I don't know can, that that was really ridiculous i'm glad they really did something about it you can that you'd rather them on them end under yellow than try to see a green flag finish yeah i'm honestly you're coming out there a little bit by the way but, um i'm honestly happy that it didn't get too ridiculous i'm looking at the finish the finish uh finishing order right now uh just some Notables: Todd Gilliland finishing second. Uh, Christian X. I, did I say his name right? I think it's Eckes. Eckes. Well, yeah. Well, listen here. Um, he finished in fourth, so good for him. Um, yeah. my my girl Nally Decker in sixth, almost got that top five. <laughs> All right, good for her. Um, just looking down the list. Uh, I can't believe Bobby Gerhardt is still racing. I love Bobby he Gerhardt. He finished in thirteenth. Bobby That's Gerhardt's got to be like sixty-five years old, man. Uh, he's got to be, but he's a damn legend. Oh my god! It's like him and Frank Kimmel just were doing that forever. <laughs> he is sixty years old, man. Oh. Good, good for Bobby Earhart. I love those guys that like just yeah. forever in the Arca series. Like James Hilton, rest in peace. You know, I mean, you just have guys yeah. like that. Yeah, oh. I think if it gets to Morgan Shepard level, I don't think. He's <laughs> okay, Morgan Shepard. Oh my god! I didn't realize there's a guy who raced yesterday. His name is Con Nicolopopoulos. What? I'm not it? even joking. He's the great railings.com Chevy, and his name is Con Nicolopoulos. So he's, he's Greek? From, cool. No, he's actually from Columbus, Mich- uh, Missouri. Or, he's, sorry, got, Missouri. he's got to be some Greek in there. I don't know, man. He might. <laughs> like, that sounds kind of Italian, if you ask me. You could be, to be honest. <laughs> he could be from the island of Cyprus. We have no idea, but not. <laughs> That's a, that is a strong name. I'm never gonna forget that guy. Um, the next week, I'm like, who the fuck are you talking? About? Um, right, so, 500 picks. Yeah, just real quick. Shouts out, Brandon McReynolds finished his 25th. All right, yeah, 500 picks. Uh, real quick though, just want to point out, uh, uh, sponsors. We don't have any sponsors yet on the show. We're working on that. But if you would like be interested in sponsoring the podcast at any point. Uh, shoot us an email at lefttursandloudnoises at gmail.com. 
Uh, you know, just would love anything selling some ad space here and, you know, get you a little following to a, a great little niche of of young NASCAR fans. So let's let's hop right into it. Let's do some five hundred picks. Um I'm gonna be honest, I'm taking all forty drivers. You can't you can't tell me I can't. <laughs> I mean, we didn't put any rules in place, so I, I, I can't tell <laughs> no, you. No, I mean, I, I mean, just you know, we can do like the favorites and dark horses and shit if you guys want to do that. I mean, yeah, no, that sounds good. I mean, obviously the favorites, Penske cars, Stewart Haas mm-hmm. cars, all that. Dark horse, I'm looking at. What am I looking at? I mean, like always a guy like David Reagan, you know. Yeah. A plate one maybe you um, can never really count out those those fords at, at front row like even a guy like matt tiff has a chance like with the like the yeah. way that team is like just yeah i'm interested, interested to see how all three of those cars run uh especially with the new mustang on play tracks they got an extra an extra car now so it'll be interesting to see computer just let me know i have no viruses that's good awesome <laughs> here we go yeah but if i had to pick one driver Based on his past two Daytona 500s, I'm gonna go with Blaney. Finished second, okay. 2017. Well, he had that race all but one. Like him and Lars both ran out of gas. Yeah, and then um, he led, I think, more than half the race last year. So, yeah. I see him. If I had to pick one guy, I think eh, I'll go with Blaney. Blaney is so consistent. Yeah, it's just he also consistently gets into crashes. So. Mm. He's young. He'll fix it. Yeah, no, I mean, that's something that's easier to fix than just being a terrible driver. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Nolan? Um, <laughs> what, I feel like my dark horse is uh, Ryan Newman. Okay. And, uh, oh. I think that we shouldn't sleep on him because he is in the Ford camp now. And um, he is a former Daytona 500 winner. So, and I feel like oh, he's yeah. decent at plate racing. If he doesn't get caught up in wrecks, I know that there was a uh, time period. I was about to say, yeah, yeah as long as no one's on his windshield. That's I remember that time frame to where he couldn't leave a super speedway without a wrecked car. Yeah. He probably went yeah. like three, four years. I mean, it was ridiculous. Every single time Ryan Newman would wreck, it would be at a super speedway. And I think he made a comment about it one time. But uh, Dark Horse, yeah, definitely Ryan Newman. And I, I want to kind of. I want to stay away from the Fords uh, for a winner, even though I know that they're probably going to win. I think it's um, a cop out to say that it's going to be a Ford. Like I'm trying to think of like drivers that are like not racing in Fords that like have possibilities. But I mean, yeah, I feel like I want to say Denny Hamlin, but I'm okay. hesitant because at the clash he was holding up that bottom line there, and it just didn't seem like he had a ton of speed. Hey man, yeah. at least he went there though. Yeah, that's true. Um, which you know, at least he's brave enough to do it. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do Danny Hamlin. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with him. I think he's that car would look very somebody... sexy in victory lane. Oh, I love oh, yeah, the white and the purple. His new car looks so fantastic. It's just a nice little play on Jason Leffler's car with like yeah. a modern twist on it. It's just very yes. clean. I feel like there's been paint schemes this year, and I'm not trying to get off topic or anything like that. But speaking oh, please of get paint off schemes. <laughs> I feel like we've had a fine line of really good paint schemes and then really bad paint schemes. Like I feel can like, I can I like, say something real quick yeah, on, on the on the uh, the 
paint schemes. Everyone was on the Chase Elliott Mountain Dew paint scheme. I didn't like it. I'm going to be straight up. I didn't like it. But with the Mountain Dew camouflage yeah, I thought it was. A, I thought it was a very, very game, and I think it got way too much credit for being good. Honestly, I, I, I thought agree. that his Napa one was better. Wow. And I thought the Napa one was trash. Wow. Yeah, well, I, the, I love Chase Elliott. Like I'm not. I sound like a Chase hater. No, I love Chase Elliott. I don't like his cars right now. I think that like the old Napa scheme was incredible. But that's just me. Yeah. So um, I felt like the black stripes last year on the Mountain Dew car was way better than the yeah. camouflage. I I just I feel yeah. like Mountain Dew. They were just like you know what? It's NASCAR. It's redneck. Let's just you know let's just throw camouflage shit in there. Well, let's just let's just put the stripes in there. Camouflage. They played, it, they played it a little safe, though. I think I don't know. That's yeah. me. Redneck uh, Jesus 2.0, right my there. My thoughts on paint schemes. You know how like last year, uh, I think NASCAR NBC held pulled that uh, poll and Blaney beat out. Yeah. Uh, or Chase's Mountain Dew car beat out Blaney's PPG. Yeah. And I'm gonna be honest. That whole poll didn't include the best paint scheme of 2018, and that was Jimmy Johnson's Coca-Cola 600 scheme. I'm willing to yes. die on that. That was no, that, that's a good hill to die on. Completely overlooked. And also on the topic of Blaney's paint schemes, I am not a fan of his new one this year. Really? Oh, oh I the, thought it was the even blue better. Yellow? It's oh, I you're mean this current or the PPG? No, no, the, the blue and yellow one. No, PPG. Oh, the blue and yellow one looks like, like just a sixth grades. Like exactly. You know what it looks like? It looks like a highlighter that someone was highlighting over blue ink and just like discolored the highlighter. Yeah, it has uh, this no. ugly red stripe right by the A pillar too, and I just I've, I don't know. I've got to I've got to I've got to disagree. I feel like it's a step up than his straight up highlighter car. It was a, the highlight car. Uh, okay, as my four year old cousin say, and I am not making this up. He was watching. Uh, I had the race on while he was over, and he was like, "Oh look, the roll up car," and I was like, "That's adorable." Well, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad he saw. I I, I looked at it, I'm like, "Ooh, radiated piss." That man is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like I like Blaney's I like Blaney's paint scheme. I don't know, it was just it was different. I was about to say about the PPG, like if you're insulting the PPG scheme, I might kick you out of here. Like no, it's know. it's a beautiful scheme. I just don't think that it was. I think it's great that he what lost that paint scheme and he's like, You fool, this wasn't even my final <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if we're just going paint scheme alone, like I mean, get Blaney everyone. Um I'm, I don't know who the to blue pick. and highlighter one. You can't fall back on that. I don't mind seeing that in victory line. You, are, you already said your piece with it, so. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> even if it looks like a dumb highlighter with blue ink on it, I wouldn't mind seeing it in victory lane. <laughs> yeah, neither um, I, just, I just, you know, I'm not a big. Fan. You know, I've seen far uglier cars in victory lane. You know, have given me far more trauma. I agree. What's, uh, what's an example? Give me a good example. Good example of cars that give me trauma in victory yeah. lane. I'm trying, um, I'm well, trying to think of Jimmy Johnson 2013. I didn't like that scheme. That's just me. Um, I didn't like his scheme last year. He went to victory. Yeah, uh, I, he's I had some clean schemes, and he's had ones that are forgettable. Yeah, I, don't know. I think that was also the year he moved away from the white on the Lowe's car, and that yeah, was, was me. Yeah, and for me, that I know it's not his most iconic scheme, but it is just like it was. It was Johnson's final form, in, in my opinion. Like. It was just a, such a clean look. Um, the white cobalt one, the white Lowe's one that he won in 2010, I think. Oh, 2010. Okay. It was either his fourth or his fifth championship that he ran that most of the season. That was like the car, and then like 2013 Daytona 500. Like I'm looking at it right now, it's just, eh. 
Yeah, I'm looking at it right now too. I I I agree a hundred percent. That's one of those. I'm trying to think other cars. Well, I mean, I don't like Logano, but like I I can't even disagree with the fact that his paint scheme is one of the most iconic ones in the sport. Um, yeah, like twenty years from now, if they still do the Darlington throwback, that'll for sure. Be I'm gonna get so much hate for saying that the 2013 low scheme is bad, and I don't even care. No, I agree with you. Fight me. I, it's pretty forgettable. I mean, it's like well, I completely classic. forgot it. Like I was just like, yeah, no, that one. <laughs> I had to Google it. Um, Google exactly. It. I mean, I'll be honest with you. So that's how um, for Google. It. Kurt Busch has looked weird in 2017, but also because I don't feel like he necessarily deserved to win it. Be, but like it just looked off in victory lane there. I agree. I, I, love, I love his scheme though this year. Just his monster scheme is is far superior than the Haas one when he was there. Black and green. Can't can't really it's go just, wrong with that. It's no. really just a great look, and I. I don't know. It looks even better on the one car. Yeah, I agree. Man. That one car, I will say, during the clash looked very, very loose. I'm surprised Kurt did not lose it multiple times. Yeah, me too. I uh, um, Going back to the 500 picks, I know I said Blaney was my favorite. And I know I mentioned uh, David Reagan, but I completely forgot about my actual dark horse, which would be Chris Busher. Well, he can be your uh, sleeper. You can have a dark horse and a sleeper. Most, right. people, <laughs> most analysts don't know the difference. Chris <laughs> will be my sleeper. If you look at his stats from the restricted place race, races last year, I'm pretty sure he finished top five in both Daytona races. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, Busher is going to get an opportunity at some point. I just feel like it's yeah. a little late like to keep yeah. that opportunity, but man, he deserves it. And if, if Roush can get going so, and get a third car, maybe get Stenhouse yeah. out of there. Yeah. <laughs> no, Stenhouse is his No, bait. Stenhouse will, will stay there. Don't, don't get, yeah, don't get twisted. Yeah. Newman's the one who's going to end up going. He's only going to be there for like maybe two years at the most. Yeah, because he's he's a, he's a fire. I think yeah. his contract is actually for three years. That's nice. Are you serious? Which I was very surprised about. Yeah, because I remember when all the going, that was just going to be a one-year deal until they, I don't know, find someone else. And I was like, nope, three years. Wow. wow. Well, I mean, I he's bringing. Around. I will say this about Ryan Newman is he sponsors. Um, he um, he's just like Carl Edwards when it comes down to that. Um, he's able to just bring in just random sponsors. I mean, if you think about it, he's brought in. Uh, well, he has Oscar Mayer now. Mm-hmm. Um, it, he has the, the Wyndham Resorts, which I know those two are with Roush, but yeah. But um, the fact that they stayed because I thought it was a one-year deal. The fact that they stayed is a good yeah. sign. Yeah. Well, well, Caterpillar they wanted to stick with Ryan. They wanted Ryan. They yeah. Really? Oh, yeah, wow. but because they have a, I guess, a longer partnership with Richard Childress Racing, uh, that's kind of how that conversation was swayed. I'm sense. surprised that they didn't like. They're so worried about like you know, uh, relationships and all. Why not go back to uh, you know Bill Davis over there? <laughs> he was crew chief yeah. when you won the 500. Hmm. Let me just say, yeah. I think Oscar Mayer and Ryan Newman. Oh, he owned the team. Like, I'm sorry, not Bill Davis. I've been talking about. <laughs> I'm sorry, um, I cut in there. Um, I meant talking. Right. No, but Acorns is another cool sponsor. I don't know if you guys seen that paint scheme. Yeah, no. Yes, and I actually read into the company itself, and no free ads here, but like, honestly, God, it is actually cool what they do, especially for young people with um saving, investing money. It is actually a pretty cool app that I uh, yeah. Please sponsor the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I I've used it for I think about two years now, and it, uh, it's oh helped, that's dope. It's helped me uh, save money, and I really don't even notice it. And right. uh, I've been able to save up for different things just because of the well, app. So, free ad right. space. There you go. Yeah. 
one thing before I get into my picks because I still haven't gotten to make my picks yet. Yeah. Um. Do you guys like? Is, are you more likely to buy sponsors if they're on NASCAR? This has always been a thing that I've wondered if people actually do that. Because personally speaking, and I know I sound like a bad fan, I, it never mattered to me like if they were on a car or not, like whether I was going to choose them. Like I, obviously FedEx, I was going to pick nine times out of ten over UPS. Like that's yeah. just a preference thing. Like I've had, a, I had one bad experience with UPS, and it was just kind of like, okay, I'm just going to use FedEx from now on. Yeah, like I, uh, my thing was sponsorship, like. Just because Cessna sponsors McMurray, I'm not going to go buy a fucking jet, but like... I don't know, man. I've been looking into those <laughs> things. They're great investments. They literally depreciate immediately on return. Like, you know, other than that. Other than that, it's fine. Yeah, but now, like, I, uh, Blaney, I tried body armor because of him, and I think it's great. I don't know if this is a shameless plug, but I love body armor. And I think uh, That's fine. I've, I've heard that so many... I've heard body armor on so many podcast ads, and like, it's, yeah. they sponsor a lot of people, so I'm... I'm glad to know that it's good i'll definitely give it a try um yeah um and then yeah, it never made a difference to me though for uh actually at the store i was a week ago i was buying some chicken and i saw there was oscar meyer and i was like you know what i'm gonna try it just because they're sponsoring newman i will say this i do drink monster energy over red bull now over just because of um like the sponsorship but they don't have any like NASCAR cans, and it disappoints me. Yeah, I no, yeah. I, uh, I had not tried Monster up until they started sponsoring the Cup Series, and now I yeah. buy some. I always drink Monster, and it, it obviously it's like you know, it's delicious at times, but it's also literally like radiation. Yeah, <laughs> like just because Allegiant sponsors. Uh, who is it? GMS. Like I actually, I, I flew Allegiant over. Uh, winter break and oh well there you go now you're helping you're helping out uh, mr gallagher over there yeah but like I, i'm not gonna, helping out his crazy cocaine addiction <laughs> i'm not gonna try to buy a plane ticket just because they sponsor type of thing out of the blue but yeah i know i think sponsors they do in fact inflict on my preferences a little bit but not to where i'm like i'll go out of my way yeah, yeah. nolan's probably calling us on like his cessna plane right now like that's right like you guys just, caught me working on a deal with exalta and like and like, <laughs> like online shopping for like caterpillar stuff when i, I when i get gas i stop at like shell or mobile but that's just because it's close type of thing i actually don't use sunoco as much as i should but i also don't like that they lie to me about their prices yeah. <laughs> they oh, always hit one of those like cash you- credit yeah, they hit you with this. Yeah. Oh, it's like two eleven for gas. Wink, wink. It's actually two twenty one if you pay with a card. And I, I pay with a debit card, and sometimes it pays as cash, and sometimes it pays as credit, which is the most frustrating thing because it's just a guessing game. Yeah. Uh, um. But yeah. All right. Cool. At least now I know a little bit more about that. Um. My picks. Um. I know I said all forty drivers. I was obviously kidding. Um. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I think, Nolan, you said this is not fair just to, like, pick all the Fords. Like, <laughs> they are the quality of the field. Um, like, I, like, my actual pick, like, will be Brad Keselowski. I think that, like, either him or Logano are going to dominate this race because it's going to be one of the Penske camp guys. Yeah. Um, but if I had to pick a guy to actually win the race, I think this is the year Truex gets it done. Ooh. Um, Truex was the bridesmaid when Hamlin won and as much as I love seeing Denny win like Truex I felt just as heartbroken for the guy yeah that's that's actually a pretty cool story if he would win yeah no it would have been really really cool for him but 
you know what? This is the year. Uh, people forget this. Truex is like 37, 38. He doesn't have that much time left in the sport. Right. So I am thoroughly appreciating this this resurgence in his career. Because yeah. I was watching him in, in the then Bush series. Like I, He was one of my favorite drivers. Yeah, there's a lot of guys if you think about and getting up there in age with the championship. Yeah, him, Boyer, Almarola, well, okay, sneaky old. Uh, yeah, but like up there in age, and we don't know how many years these guys have left, and they only have a couple shots left at 500. Paul Menard. <laughs> oh, man. I, I if Paul Menard won the Daytona 500, that would be crazy. That would be a Ford. That would be a wild, wild win. But also, how touching would that be? Um, you know, Glenn Wood passes away. and they uh, That would be a great story. I, with the first 500 without him? Oh, my God. That would be such a great story for NASCAR. Yeah, I love yeah. The... Unfortunately, Paul Menard is a boring guy. But, I mean, hey. <laughs> He's grown a nice beard. He looks in, in his interview after the race when he found out Jimmy won. I got a good chuckle out of it. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, that would be such a cool story. I do not necessarily root for Menard just because I That's think fair. he Obviously, I know why he's there. We all know why he's there. Yeah. Um, and there's nothing wrong with, you know, yeah, no. If you, money, if you bring but... sponsors in, I'm fine with it. I mean, like he doesn't just sponsor Paul either. Like, yeah, like Papa Menard I... sponsors all of Penske. The people that fans for him, I'm a little bit confused as to why. I think it's um, just an ironic joke. Yeah, yeah like the, the hard for Menard thing. I get that. Like his only win was on fuel mileage, given it was a Brickyard 400. So good for him. But yeah, that was a tough. That that was such a tough era of Brickyard uh, racing compared to like. I... Yeah. I love Blaney, <laughs> though, so much at the Wood Brothers, so then after that, it's kind of like whoever's there was... He really was fit in so well in that 21 car. It was so, just one of those matchmakers. Never going to be like, a dominant competitor no. with the 21, even with like Penske help. It's just better off they locked him down. Oh, um, so, yeah. A funny story about Paul Menard. Can I finish my fucking picks? <laughs> okay. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, no. All you, man. Nah, I, I didn't mean... No, nah, it's... um. No, I mean, honest to God, like, I have Truex, uh, but, I mean, Dark Horses just give me pretty much anyone starting past, like, 20 at this point. It's like, yeah, it could be Tyler Reddick, it could be Suarez, it could be, like, I would not be shocked if someone wins their first race, and I wouldn't be shocked if Jamie McMurray makes it interesting. Either he wins the race or wrecks everyone trying to do it. I don't think I'd handle that well if McMurray... I'll say this, though. When I do fantasy NASCAR, I always end up picking guys that's like their first 500. I'm like, oh, they'll do fine, and they get in like four accidents. So I'm going to just say it right now. Guys like Reddick, guys like Hemrick, guys like Ryan Truex, if he makes it Ryan Priest, uh, they're just, they're not going to do anything. Yeah. Like, and that's a shame. But, oh, you know who is actually, I is he in on points, BJ McLeod? Yeah, or not points. Yes. Oh, he's he a charter. charter. Yeah. <laughs> That bastard. He's got some beautiful hair. That's all. It's just about all I know. I've never, I've never seen his hair. <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm, I'm really sorry to cut you off there. No, 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 no. dude, you're fine. Nah, because I know you, you still didn't finish up your uh, picks there. So. All right. So we got um, our picks. We can do fantasy later if you guys want. Are we actually gonna do a fantasy league? I would like to do a fantasy league between the three of us. Um, oh, I'd be down. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be but down. Uh, other than that, I don't know. Um, if we no, had you a... were saying something about Menard. <laughs> so, um, I have a buddy who's uh, from the Charlotte area, and his brother used to uh, work on Paul Menard's team, mm-hmm. and um, wow. that's just one of the tire guys. 
Oh. I guess I guess him and Paul Menard would go down to the local strip club all the time. No, <laughs> oh my God, that would, I would. I I can just imagine Paul just there, just he's not actually saying, <laughs> just making eye contact, and the strippers move with just, his eyes. That's just it's, it's, it's just blank face on his face. Oh my God, that's exactly what I think about. It's just out of all the guys, like that's to hear amazing. that. It's just the funniest thing ever. That is hilarious. So, so that's that's my random Menard fact. That's all I got. Dude, if I could go to the strip club with any NASCAR driver, I think that would be hilarious. Like, who who would you go with? Um, ooh, I would. I don't even care if we went to the strip club or just went to his house to drink. I just want to party with Daryl Walls Jr. Bubba looks okay. like so much fun. Like his, like he just constantly looks like he's just a ball of energy just trying to let everything out in like one specific direction. He just looks like so much fun to party with. Like I would like to like have a couple beers with Bubba. If I had to party with one guy, without a doubt, it would be my Boyer. Oh yeah, that's that Boyer would be, would be so ridiculous. I I, I don't know how you can like... everyone involved in that party because I'm not really sure how Boyer party. Here's another thing too. Bubba would I don't think Bubba could drink me under the table. I think that like Clint would drink me into a coma. Like yeah. I could not keep up with him, I feel like. Jack Daniels was the perfect sponsor for Clint Boyer. Oh my god, it was yeah. incredible. And that was such a beautiful car, too. It was. Uh, what about you, Nolan? Uh, Clint Boyer, that was my pick. But, uh, oh, sorry. No, 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 that's okay. Um, I'm trying to think of another one. Um, I feel like Truex would be fun. He seems oh, like he has some good. good stories. Like He seems kind of mild-mannered, but like if you sit down with him, you know, he could probably let loose a little bit. I don't know if Martin would go to a strip club right now, but I definitely would like to have a beer with him. I think I think Cher would kill us. Yeah, I don't I don't think we want that. <laughs> NBC would not would not like that too much. No. No. Way too much no. adversity. <laughs> I should have no I would, have no one interview after Truex wins. Oh, no. God forbid they talk to Cole Pern. Or William Byron. That'd be fun. Because he probably has never been the one. So I don't think he's right. the one dude. Of alcohol. I'm actually no. uh, it's like here you go, William Byron. They, these are. I love I love DW go. just casually dropping in like he has class tomorrow. It's like yeah. you know, he also goes to Liberty University, which is no you know no, he's no slouch, but you know I'm sure that he's taking pretty easy classes. Yeah, yeah. they're probably just like oh congratulations on the Daytona. Here's your credits. No, I'm kidding. I'm. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I, I'm just I'm just saying that because we we probably would lose them in football right now. No, 100. Yeah, easily. Go FSU. Go Knowles. Yeah, go Knowles. Um, so past the 500, what are y'all looking for forward to seeing this season? I'm so curious what the hell like Atlanta or Atlanta Auto Club is going to look. Because if any if if this package is anything like the trucks were at Michigan, I am so excited for that race. Uh, yeah, it's going to be. Super fun. I'm, I'm excited for Sonoma. Um, That's so far away, though. I know, but I, I mean, it's a new, tr- not new track, but like a, a throwback style. I don't know. Sonoma's been pretty lackluster. Oh, that's right. They up, they brought the carousel <laughs> yeah, back. Yeah, okay. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Since since Tony won the last two Sonoma races, have been kind of snoozers. So hopefully that adds a little bit of excitement into it. Yeah, I mean, last year was interesting because you had the fuel mileage, just like they can like Colburn completely. Oh, yeah, that was, that was Incredible. That was the best part of a race, but when the best part of a race is a call on pit road, you know, it's not the... Yeah, how do you feel bad for the fans that were there? They're like, what What happened? Yeah, yeah like, if you're if you're a fan there and you don't have a scanner, you know, 
probably like, all right, so watch Harvey Pit. Oh man, scanners. I I, yeah. I I do appreciate. So I just got the um the NASCAR mobile. I got the scanner. It's wonderful, except for the fact that it's like a lap ahead on Daytona. So oh yeah, yeah, and I do stream. Um, I don't have cable in my house, but uh, I definitely would like to line it up properly. I mean, there's no yeah, way. It's gotta do be it, such but... a cool thing when it's lined up properly, and you oh, you see a wreck, and you see you yell, you hear this. Oh, if I'm I'm listening to the crew chief scream. Check up, check up, check up, check up, check up. It's gotta be such a cool. And thing. he's in your door. <laughs> oh my goodness! What about you, Nolan? Um, oh, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, trying to see uh, these. You know, I guess uh, the young gun narrative. Um, I'm hoping that some of these guys will show some personalities. So. Uh, People uh, will start getting interested in the. Sport. You're asking a lot out of Eric Jones. Yeah, <laughs> you know, Eric Jones. I feel like a lot of people don't give him a lot of credit because he does come off as kind of vanilla. But on his Instagram, you know, like with the mullet and um, usually like his Instagram it was stories, so it was great. And that's it. Like he, like he's not necessarily like the most like flashy or like high energy, but like just like he's kind of like a um it's kind of funny because he drives a 20 but i feel like he's like a very matt kenseth type of yes. guy very i quiet. did like kenseth so, no i don't have a problem with eric oh no 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 not at all. Awesome. I, I totally 100 percent agree with you like hey you know like eric jones i could see how he could be perceived as somebody who just doesn't have a, a great personality yeah. um, i'm a little biased though because i'm a i, I really like joe gibbs um so that's that's kind of like my team so um i am a little biased on that but um now eric jones he i feel like he's just gonna be a quiet consistent guy but you know i'm talking about like guys like you know blaney or larson i mean chase elliott's already got that fan base but um because this year is going to be interesting because it's going to be the first year without dale jr I'm sorry. The second year without Dale Jr. and so we'll say when really, did he race last year? I no, forgot. No. <laughs> um, but we'll really kind of see where the the rings kind of lie, because um, I am kind of you know not to you know bring the dark cloud over the podcast, but um, it'll be kind of interesting to see you know have we um, are we done with the bleeding or you know can we kind of start you know flatlining at least if we start flatlining I would be happy but I really like yeah a plot this that season, would be nice right now yes I mean I was this gonna say season, you cut out there in the beginning I I feel like that was our censoring you you oh wait I was I was cutting out you cut out right at the beginning but I I, I get the gist of what you were saying and I'm sure ah, like shit. when it, when the audio comes out it will but like okay yeah no. <laughs> Yeah, I don't yeah, like uh, to see any improvement, but a plateau, like just consistency, is just the key. It's where it all yep. starts. I think, especially with, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of factors that goes into the ratings. So for the 500 this year, I can see it actually going up. Um, you got the Barcel guy. Uh, yes. Oh yeah. Comments on that bring a lot of a lot of viewers into it. Plus, it's. I think last year it went head to head with the Olympics, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it did. It did. Um, I didn't watch a second of those. Yeah, me neither. But a lot of people, a lot of Americans do. They do. They do enjoy watching. Sure it. So no, I can see that. And then if you go into Atlanta, like you got to think some fans will stick around for watching other races. And then plus the hype around the new package, good or bad, people are still going to want to tune in and actually see how it yeah. goes out. Yeah. So I think for the start of the year, well, I can see us having a pretty strong start. Hopefully, hopefully, can do that for the rest of the season. But I'm, I'm pretty optimistic. But like, but we need yeah, some guys. We need some guys to like, 
you know, really show that emotion so people can kind of connect with them. For and, sure, yeah, yeah. You know, like, I mean, be like, ah. Like, we got these, like, smaller guys who are doing it. Like, Landon Castle is just a hilarious, hilarious. follower on social media. Matt Benedetto is just great at interacting with fans. Yeah. Um, and if you look at, like, Barstool's new guy, um, Carl Joy, Joy, his car, man, that is like, got people talking. And it, uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I think it was NASCAR sarcasm tweeted like a pic, like a video of the car with like someone just licking their lips as the radiator. Oh, like, oh, I, I that saw is, that. That was funny. that is unsettling. But I love yeah. that car so much. Like I, I earlier, I touched upon cars I'd love to see in Victory Lane. Like that, I don't just for shits and giggles, I'd love to see that car in Victory Lane. Yeah. Imagine that being a race win diecast. Holy, that would be I, sick. I don't care. I, I would do a race win. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I have one race win. Race. Can't speak English. I have one diecast from a race, and that would be the second one I buy. It'll be the first one in like 15 years. Who's your first uh, first win? I have a Ward Burton from uh, his Darlington win. I was a huge Ward Burton fan back in the day. Okay, I have I have a Ward Burton signed um, zero the net zero. You remember when he used to drive for them? Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, I, I have uh, one of one of his diecasts with him, you know, his signature on it, which is kind of oh, cool because he, it's not what he's remembered for. So, dude, people forget he did that in the four car. Yeah. Oh, I forget about that. Yeah, Morgan McClure. Yeah, I read online that they wouldn't give up the four for like the longest time. Like that's why it took uh-huh. so long for Harvick to get it. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, you know, stuff you should know. Um, oh, by the way, I looked at BJ McLeod's hair, and I'm not sure which one is his current, but holy shit. <laughs> that is a that is interesting. That is a flow. It's a main, for sure. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, going back to uh, Eric Jones and his expectations for this year, me and Anthony were talking about it earlier, but I, he is my driver that I'm looking to see break out this season. Obviously, he was super consistent last season from, like, I think it was from Sonoma through uh, the race right before the playoffs, he had, like, a streak of, how many races was that? Like, 10? I think it was, like, 10 oh, top I'm about to tell you exactly how many He was this. great. Maybe not all top 10, but he was, he, he was in contention every race, and then, obviously, the playoffs fell off. But, well, yeah. the playoffs, the playoffs, what sucked about that was that he finished last because Harvick blew a tire, and yeah, like it was caught up in that. Definitely. And then the Roval was such a shit show for him, and yeah, yeah. And in Richmond, he didn't do anything with, yeah. and and so that kind of killed it. But um, no, you're right with the level of consistency that Eric Jones had this year is going to be fun to watch. And I'm going to give you my hot take with Eric Jones, and that's not perceived well with a mm-hmm. lot of people. But I think that Eric Jones is more talented than Chase Elliott. You know, honestly, if you do count a lot of like. Jones in Xfinity and uh, trucks, like yeah, I could actually agree with that statement because when he was in trucks and Xfinity, he was something else, man. He always a threat to when he could wheel the hell out of those cars, and like I've been waiting for it in um, the Cup Series. Like his first race, if you remember, was I believe Kentucky in the eighteen car. It was either Kentucky or Chicago. I was Kansas. It was Kansas. Kansas? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, He was running so well, and then he just lost it. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, yeah. I think this new package, if it favors anyone, it's going to favor. It's going to favor. Yeah. Just because he yeah. has the experience. And, yeah, I, I don't know about – I think he's equal in my terms with uh, Chase Elliott in terms of talent. Like, obviously, okay. he has had better cup stats so far. Um, yeah, but Eric Jones, last year was his sophomore year. 
you know, exactly. his first yeah. year in twenty also. Yeah, yeah no, I can like, see I can see Eric Jones doing huge things this year. Yeah, I'm, you know, <laughs> I mean, he's consistent, and that's one thing that you always got to give him. You can't win a race unless you're there, and he's constantly yep. there. He had yep. race like from Sonoma all the way to Indianapolis. He only had um, two races. He didn't finish in the top ten, wow. and he finished thirteenth and sixteenth respectively. Like okay, so yeah, he's yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He's a yeah. consistent guy. He's just got to stay out of trouble and just keep the car clean. Gibbs always, I mean, contrary to what Kyle Bush is constantly screaming on his radio, but like Gibbs does have a pretty good, like, like crew members that go over the wall for him. Oh, like yeah. he's not going to like ruin his race. Unless, unless you're Daniel Suarez. Well, Daniel Suarez. I just, uh, man, there's so much went wrong. Dan- so <laughs> I much. felt so bad for the kid. I felt I like time he would Dan, come man. down. There's always something pit gun or lug nut or yeah. crewman yeah. over the wall too soon. Just the poor guy couldn't catch a break in regards to pit crews. Yeah, I, I didn't even think about it. The last, uh, up until this most recent Talladega race, the last two races I'd been to prior, I guess, okay, if you exclude Talladega, so I was at um, the Pocono race where Kyle Bush won in the. Hey, I was at that one. Oh really? Was, was, it, oh, was, it, was it the first one? Was it the first no, one? It was second, it was one? The one, uh, one. Oh no, no, but was that the Kyle's first one or second one? At Pocono? Yeah, I think he's uh, no, two. It was right? the second one. It was the second one. Okay, okay, I was yeah, there for so, his first one, but anyways, okay. yep. Yeah, so like Suarez, uh, he he won, he won the pole for that race, and he really good. He finished second, and then the race. Oh, I remember that. Uh, before that, I was at Talladega in 2017, and yeah, he was leading with like 10 to go. So like. I've seen Suarez's bright spots, so I'm excited to see what he, he can do this year. I think this, this is a huge season for him. Yeah, I don't even yeah. know what the contract deal is, but you got you got Custer, who I think is ready for Cup. I think he was, and this is a hot take, I think Custer, okay, I take that back, I can't say that. I'm going to say Custer for Cup than Bell, I think not even, but I don't think Custer gets enough credit as Bell, so Bell. As well, because because Bell has won more races than yeah, Custer. Custer is just like, so consistent; it's not even funny. No, he he's going to be a great Cup driver. And yeah, he's not that old. Like no, he's not. He's, he's got like time. Yeah. Oh, he I was, don't know why. I think he's like actually twenty four. He, <laughs> he just looks so old. Yeah, he is twenty one. Holy shit! Yeah, when he won, he won. He's going to ask for five years. I remember he won at uh, a truck race at New Hampshire when he was literally sixteen. Oh yeah, no, he barrel rolled someone when he was eighteen at uh at, in Canada. Oh, uh, that was cool. Uh, yeah, that was <laughs> great. Yep. <laughs> uh, that was yeah, that was fun. Um, yeah, so I think Suarez has got to put up some good numbers, especially early on in the season, because you got Custer right in the. Man, you know, I wouldn't even be surprised if custer does move up anyways but just drives the um rick Ware racing 51 and just gets like like support from like yeah Stuart i Austin. can see that yeah and i think would definitely they, get they a, would yeah they would say hey daniel like we're not gonna lie to you like you gotta like pick, this is obviously in a scenario where daniel doesn't like perform well because yeah. there's always the thing that like you know we said it earlier clint boyer's sneaky old like you know people forget he's been literally in nascar for like 16 years at a mm-hmm. At a pretty high level, like he's been in uh, what was it, the Bush series since 2002. Like, wow, yeah, he's been there for a while. He's racing the old 21 Dr. Pepper car. Oh, I think that, my I gosh, think I remember actually. that. 
I remember that because I could also be Johnny Sauter. Hold on, I'm, I'm that's for my time. So I... I'm no, I'm telling you, I, I date myself with some of my references, and I love it. So I have a buddy. He uh, he works for Roush. Shouts out, Dave. I hope you made it this far in the podcast. Um, <laughs> he he told me he's going to be going to Bristol, and I've never been to Bristol, so that's probably what I'm going to try and do, depending on work. Night race. Um, no, he's going to the day race, but it is uh, literally right before a wedding. I think it's actually the weekend before a wedding I'm going uh, to. Okay. So that's tough. I plan on also like going to Bonnaroo in June. So uh, oh, it's a music okay. festival. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm as much of a NASCAR fan as I am. I I, I spend more of my money on on concerts and stuff than I do racing because it's just so hard like to to get to these things when you're in Tampa like. You know, yeah. like yeah, I am in between Daytona and Homestead. Unfortunately, like I just couldn't get any tickets to Daytona that were cheap, and I am going to go to the um, the night race, and I am going to try and do Homestead. But right now, the first race on my calendar is the um, St. Pete IndyCar race. Okay, yeah, I like I grew up in Clearwater, Florida, which is like thirty minutes from St. Pete, and I have oh yeah, oh I'm there all the time. I get I I Uber, so I I end up oh, Uber- wow. there yeah, all I uh, yeah, I just. I like IndyCar, but not to the point where I feel the drive to go to that race. It's a cool event from what I've heard from everyone. I'm definitely yeah. excited. Definitely want to go to Indy 500 one day. Oh, well, yeah. Cool. No, my buddy, he, he went, event. he worked for a company that they sponsored part of the race. So he got tickets to go. And they also are um, in Indianapolis. That's where they're stationed. Um, uh, so that's convenient, too. He goes to the music festival inside the Indy 500. So he doesn't really care about the race good. itself. Yeah, the Snake Pit. Yeah, that's gotta be cool. <laughs> I mean, dude, they have really cool performers, like someone like me who really enjoys it. Like, I don't know. Alright, well, I believe that's all we got pretty much for talking NASCAR. You guys, uh, you know, we made this far. You guys see anything uh, cool lately on uh, TV or movies or anything? Um, I'm excited for Captain Marvel and Avengers. Yes. Yeah, I think you all are. Huge Marvel fan. Um, besides Same. that, um, I don't know. I, I probably sound like a child, but I'm excited about How to Train Your Dragon three. Don't judge <laughs> it me. Looks it looks actually kind of good, and those. So, oh, no, I'm sorry, you project. cut out there. Oh no, I was gonna say those like DreamWorks movies in general are pretty solid, but that movie looks like it's gonna get like solid reviews again, like they always do. Yeah. yeah. I have- and I feel like this is a criminal offense. I have never seen a How to Train Your Dragon movie, and I've heard they're good. That's fine. I mean, dude, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. There's so many animated movies out there. It's yeah. insane. It works in elimination. But that's like tough. If you if you have the time, though, sit down and watch it. It's pre- I mean, it's you know, it sounds kind of like a kiddie movie, but it's it's really not. It's pretty. I got no problem with kiddie movies. Like Wreck-It Ralph. Uh, I love Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah, I haven't seen the second. I love Wreck-It Ralph. So good. like obviously yeah. Cars. You know. Yes, I'm about I to have like a Disney movie down. marathon in my house. But the third one was the best. Cars three, I yeah. Like, okay. I felt like that was like such a cool tribute to like old school NASCAR fans. But oh, yeah, I, I remember at, uh, when I watched the movie and that opening scene, they're going tracks, and I'm like, oh, that's Atlanta, that's uh, Kansas, this is Phoenix, and I'm like, oh. Yeah, I'm glad they did a nice homage there because I don't know what they thought with the sequel. They're just like, yes, no, we're gonna have cars. No, we don't talk about that. Are yet. also spies. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> That's the movie that shall not be named. It's yeah. Shanghai Nights for cars. <laughs> yeah, <don't worry> <laughs>
Um, um, I mean, I'm watching Oscar movies right now. I'm trying to get through those. Uh-huh. I watched Roma the other week. That was an incredible movie. Um, what else am I trying? I finished Punisher, but I'm on I'm on a True Detective after this recording. I've never. HBO watched... is a majority of my favorites. Like I wanted to get into Game of Thrones, but like I know the final season starting soon, and I don't have. You literally could start it right now. Yeah, it's on HBO, and, right? No, you could start it right now and watch like about an episode and a half per day, and like catch up right before the finale, like if you commit. Huh. It's good, dude. It's a good show. Like, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna get ripped to shreds for this, but honest to God, like the show is fantastic. And then season five hits, and then the writing went downhill. But you have to understand it's because they don't have the source material finished. And that's like, that's a solid excuse. It's like, it's like if like the Harry Potter movies were trying to be like, like made while JK Rowling was writing the books. It's like, you know, it wouldn't, it just wouldn't be spot on at that point. Like they don't know what's going on and that's fair. Yeah. All right. Um, so do we want to give any like season long predictions? Yeah, we can, uh, we can do that real quick. For our first um, podcast of the year? Yeah, so season-long predictions. I'm just going to make it quick because, like, I mean, there's so much we could dive into right here. Yeah. Um, I mean, we didn't even talk about Expanding Truck. Oof. I mean, there's nothing to talk about yet. Like, I, I feel like... Give our Xfinity champion, our truck champion, Cup Final Four champion. Okay. I mean, I can't give you a truck champion because, honest to God, I don't really know all the people in it, like, I mean, I, w- I will say Brett Moffitt's probably... Yeah, I'm, I'm honestly just saying Moffitt. Now that he's with GMS. Yeah. Like, I say, he won six down. races. I think so. Yeah, so... Did you guys, did you guys hear that Johnny Sauter's going to Thor Sport? Yeah, I'm not even surprised. Not yeah. even surprised. That's, that's crazy. Good for him. I knew yeah. he wasn't going to walk away, and I knew that he was too, a, a back marker. He's got too much pride, and I respect it, but he's also... Yeah. You know, I'm excited to see what Harrison Burton and uh, Todd Gillen do in full-time equipment, yeah. too. Yeah. Todd Gillen will at least make the Final Four. Easy. Okay. I think so, yeah. You, I, I'll Burton. give up. Oh. What were you saying? Harrison Burton? No, Harrison Burton. Uh, will be, it'll be interesting to see how well he Yeah, I mean, he's got momentum on his side from... Uh, the Arca Race? Uh, the Arca Race, so hopefully that yeah. tells him to something. Um, over to Xfinity... Um, I mean, I think obviously Christopher Bell got to say the favorite kids, stud, um, mm-hmm. Cole Custer as well. I don't think Tyler Reddick will go back to back. I think he's no. a little less, uh, lesser equipment right now. Um, I'm excited to see how Noah does. Uh, Noah I would, knows. I would, I would put Noah as my pick. I don't think Noah can be a favorite, but I'm excited to see what he can do. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Noah, went, if it seems to happen with these young talent. But, yeah, that, that nine car back to back years with uh, yeah, all right. Yeah. Cars, so. well, um, when going he was back driving to, for Joe Gibbs, he was. I mean, his stats in the Xfinity series are are mind blowing. Oh yeah, I mean, um, Anthony, your pick. Go for it. I wanted to go back to uh, trucks real quick. I'm excited oh, to see. Do Nat we miss? In the do we keep skipping you? We don't mean to. No, I, I didn't want to. I was just gonna, you know, just you know, it's fine. I'll I'll just skip you next time. Don't worry. Next uh, time, that's cool, man. That's... If I have an interview, I'll just make sure you get zero questions and don't worry. I, I'm okay with that. Um, no, but I mean, I said Brett Moffat, honestly, and I'm going to stick with that. Like, he's 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 only going to get better at GMS. I don't know how he, like, I don't, I mean, six wins is hard to top, but it's also, like, 
if you have the best truck, you you're expected to win. Yeah, he deserves a shot somewhere, but it's tough because there's just nothing open. Um, Xfinity is interesting because there's so much talent there right now, and I think it's like more talent than there's really ever been in Xfinity. I'm very upset that because my original pick this season before um DC went bankrupt was gonna be yeah. Ross Chastain. Me too. Yeah. Um, and of course, with what's all that that's happened, I'm glad that he at least has an opportunity to race this year. Did he move into the eleven? Um, he is. You mean someone Chastain. moved into the eleven car? Yeah, Justin Haley, Haley moved into the Justin 11 Haley. Car. I am very excited about Justin Haley. He goes so under the radar, and he's another extremely talented driver. Yeah, uh, I don't Chastain. think he's gonna win anything in the 11, like outright, but he's gonna put up some fights that you're gonna be like that eleven car is fast. Yeah. Um, Chastain is running, I think, three races with, uh, what's that team name? Um, oh, Lord. Uh, I want to call him Lee Filter. <laughs> Lee Filter, yeah, Lee Filter. Lee Filter, okay. Oh, yeah, no, it's, uh, Kate Collig. Collig, yeah. That's it, yeah, yeah. So, like, I think he's running three races with them, and then he rests he's... in the number four JDM. I'm glad he was able to go back to JDM, and I do, yeah. I was talking to, uh, the guy on jdm uh reddit guy and like online personality for them so you know definitely when he comes on the pod uh definitely gonna talk to him a lot about ross chastain yeah. he's such an interesting yeah guy. i like ross he's, he's a good guy um yeah oh man i had a i had a hot oh i have a really good um little spicy hot take here i think this is the year that brandon jones wins the race uh, it's happening it's happening is he, is he full-time in 19 yeah. Is yeah, I think he is. I think it was Tiff that moved. Okay. Yeah, I mean, dude. That's right. He's got to be full time. Like, I didn't hear. Yeah, any... I think he is. I yeah, he is. is. Um. Yeah. He. He. What? He almost won Bristol last year. He almost won Texas at one point too. I think. Texas was like yeah, up I there. Can, I can see that happening. I think there's. He's I mean, always more... good at Bristol. Even in the trucks, he was like always there. Like, yes, he did get wrecked a lot, but like. He was he's a solid driver and people shit on him all the time. I get I get the whole reason why they do it, but man, when he wins a race and shuts those haters up on a non restricted play, I'm gonna be very excited. I'm gonna be honest and honest with you, Paul or uh Brandon Jones to me is Paul Menard two point That's fine. Yeah. He does drive a Menard's car, so I can he see does. yeah, that's that, that is also why. Um he's yeah, only twenty one. I, I could see yeah, I could see him winning. He's he's a super quiet guy. Um I just, I, I think he doesn't set the world on fire like your Chris no. or your Ross Chastain. Oh, no, so I don't think he, he kind of puts himself. The world on fire. I think he's going to win one race. Like, also, no, yeah. no, no. What, what I meant by that, because I, because I know you shit on Brandon Jones, and and I agree with that. But the reason why they shit on him is because he doesn't set the world on fire. But I, I fifty fifty kind of agree with you. I know that kind of sounds a little finicky, but. Um, I somewhat agree with you on the Brandon Jones. Like, I think he'll win, but I also can see him not winning. I don't know. It's pretty indecisive. Yeah. But someone we haven't how even dare mentioned. you have a half-assed opinion? <laughs> um, <laughs> someone we um, haven't mentioned, Chase Briscoe. I am super uh, excited yeah. to see what he can do in full-time equipment. I'm a huge Chase fan. Yeah, that, think, yeah Chase Briscoe somebody, is going to be interesting. Yeah. As somebody who speaks highly of Cole Custer. Who do you think is going to do better, Chase Briscoe or Cole Custer, since they're going to be driving on the same team? I think Custer's going to do better just because he has more experience, but I can see Briscoe. I, I can Custer... see Custer lighting the world on fire this yeah, year, like, he got getting four to five wins. Okay. One win last year, and did he win the year before? 
Yeah, he, he won Homestead. He dominated Homestead, and that's why everyone thought, right. oh, he's locked the championship yeah. up. He's, like, he's in the Homestead Final Four. It's yeah, like, I think, so no, I, I see Custer getting more than one win this year. I think he gets, like, three or more. Uh, I think Briscoe will get one at, yeah. at the least. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty high on Briscoe. And I mean, it's, it's, they're in SAR equipment. So. I think it's more interesting to ask, like, who might have your Cindric or, or Briscoe? Because obviously Cindric's in the better car, but Briscoe is, like, probably the better driver. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I, I mean, I think Cindric, I legitimately would not be one every single road course race. Hmm. He is. He just has so much uh, experience with those and with road racing. So I can see him winning that. I don't know if he'll be a champion. I don't think he gets to that championship four mm-hmm. um, unless he just literally dominates every road course race and gets all these playoff points. And whatnot and yeah, I, I, know, I don't think he's gonna fare well at like the mile and a half mile tracks, but we'll see. I mean, again, he's in a very fast car, so yes, like you know, Penske is just. They are on top of their shit in that series, so yeah. Um, um, so yeah, my pick. If I had to pick one, though, just gotta go with Bell. Too easy. Okay. I did. I did. I pick anyone, or did I just give a dark horse. Nope, that's all uh, you. Oh, um, I mean, I could always go um, JRM. It's never never a, a reach to say anyone besides Michael Annette. But uh, <laughs> do you think Michael Annette gets a win? No, no, we're not. No, I'll allow Brandon Jones, but you're living in London. That's going to win a race. I agree. He might finish in the top ten, but no, yeah, he, he like yeah, once or twice. But, I completely yeah. agree. I don't think that Michael Annette's going to win a race this year. I, I'm sorry. You know, I I, I really want to like him, but God, he's just not good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I could see Justin Allgaier just kind of like closing the door on all the young guys and be like, no, 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 I, I need a championship. I deserve this. I wouldn't I be surprised so. to see multiple of them in the Final Four. It seems to happen every year. And yes, they are a huge team, but I mean. I don't know why I'm saying this, and I have this gut feeling, but I think Allgaier is a little bit. Do you think Allgaier falls back a little bit? Yeah, like. He, That's fine. What, he had five races last year? Five or five yeah, wins last year? Five. I don't know. <laughs> I think he'll get under four. I mean, that's not really a, a much of a take. Like, you know, no, it's not. That, that it's tough to to win that many races. I know I said that um, Cole Custer is going to light the world on fire, but I mean, I I do think that he could win four to five races. Yeah, I think him and him and Bell will get at least five each. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean. Oh okay. Bell definitely five. Custer, at least three. Yeah, and Brandon yeah. Jones at least one. We can all agree on that. Ah, uh, uh, the Brandon Jones <laughs> yeah, he did won. win five last year. I'm gonna, I'm gonna believe in it. All right, I'm full right. on board with Brandon had Jones hype train. More power I would not be surprised if he did, but I'm not gonna say outright he will get one. <laughs> Just remember right. that. Remember that. Um, so Chase Final Four. Yeah, no, please, like, remind me of that one. You know, <laughs> season when I'm drinking champagne because Brandon Jones won. Um, Summer so, cup. so cup. Um, I I went over this a little bit with you. We we talked about our final yeah. four, but um, Nolan, I want to hear yours. Like, who do you have? Is it is it wrong if I already put Kyle Busch, Martin Shrex Jr., and Kevin Harvick in the final? 
I don't think that's no, right but at all. you're just like the most boring person yeah. to pick. Things. <laughs> I, don't, I don't agree with all of those, but I don't would it be more wrong if you had the three of them and the fourth guy who you haven't named as the champion again? Yeah. Um. I don't, okay. So if if I'm gonna eliminate those three guys, I'm just gonna just kick them out. Yeah. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick four random, random guys. That I think that that I can think contend for that okay. fourth spot. Yeah, so like Matt picked. Uh... No, 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 no. Um, Chase Elliott, I feel like he could make the final mm. four. I agree. Sort of, you know. Um, no, he's going to be there for sure. Okay. I, I, I'm I, very doubtful on it. I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm doubtful on it. So, but I, I mean, I can see it, but I can't see it either. I'm, I'm a little more of a Chase doubter. So I know that that's no. probably a super unpopular opinion. Oh, for sure. It's unpopular just because it's Chase Elliott, but I don't think it's a wrong opinion. Yeah. I mean, I think that he can do it, but at the same time, I don't know. that. Once again, that's another one of my 50-50 finicky uh, spineless opinions that I have. <laughs> um, but based off yeah, of what he... Yeah, opinion, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So how about this? How about this? I'll say this. Based on how he ran in the playoffs last year, I will put him in the final four. I'll be fair. Okay. 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 So I'll be fair. So I'll put him in there. Um, and this one's a little off the wall. Bear with me on this one. But Eric yeah. Almarola, I, I know that's, off the wall. He that's really the not off the wall because, uh, yeah, no. Okay, good. I'm glad that you guys agree with me on that. Last year, he put himself in position. That I I agree. And um. New Hampshire and Dover, he should have won those races. I mean, I was honestly and I was, Chicago too. Yes, and Chicago. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I was at I was at, I was not at Chicago, but I was at uh, Dover and New Hampshire, and I I mean, I saw it firsthand. I mean, he really should have won. He just the yellow flags just just bit him yeah. out. I think that uh, this season so, will be far friendlier to him for sure. Yeah, hopefully, I I really do think so. So Chase Elliott, uh, the Eric Almirola. Um, I'm I mean, it's safe to, to say he's the second best driver in Stuart ha- Haas camp. I, like, I agree with that. Yeah. I, as 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 crazy as that sounds, he's just he's wicked consistent. Yeah, yeah. He is he's gonna he's gonna be consistent. given very fast cars again. I I, I don't know, know if I, I can. I'm not a Boyer, but I'm I can agreeing with that. Yeah, I th- I think him and Boyer are relatively close, but I feel like Almirola showed a little more domination than Boyer mm-hmm. outside of I think Martinsville. Yep. So um, I would put Denny Hamlin in there, and the reason why I say Ooh. that is is because Denny Hamlin, um, he's I feel like he's the type of guy that has on season, off season, on season, off season. Mm-hmm. He's just one of those guys. And last season he had an off season, and this season he um, he has a new crew chief, and it seems like whenever he gets linked up with a new crew chief, he does really well with them, and then he kicks That's them right. out the second year. Yeah, he and, won. Uh... He won his first race with Mike Wheeler in the 500. Oh, yep. yeah. Yeah. That, I, yeah, and Mike Wheeler, it's kind of funny because Mike Wheeler was like his uh, his guy that he wanted yeah. like until he retired, but that didn't yeah. happen. Um, but not only that, because of the J, J.D. Gibbs situation, too. Uh, oh, yeah. Because, That's I mean, that, J.D. Gibbs gave him the shot yeah. in, you know, to go in the cup. And, and Denny is one of those guys that when he has that type of motivation underneath him, he goes. 
I mean, yeah. look at the ACL situation that he had. I mean, he just mm-hmm. cranked off wins left and right. Um, so I really do feel like that Denny Hamlin is a force to reckon with. So what you're um, saying is we should push Denny to, down a flight of stairs and get him. <laughs> just, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Denny, be careful. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah each flight of stairs is another win. So. Uh, that no was pain, good. No gain. Um, right. I would say Kozlowski. I'll all put right. him there. And these are all okay. the four besides. The big three. Yeah, yeah. If, if we're, I mean, we're if we're dealing with stuff that's not the obvious. Yeah. Those those are gonna be my four guys. Okay. Okay. Uh, you want to go? About you guys. Absolutely, I'd like to go. I would love to have my opinion. Don't skip you this time. Yeah. Um. Good okay. Call. So call. you know, we're, since we're talking big three, um, I'm gonna go ahead and say that we don't see Harvick in the final four this year. I think that. You know, and, and this is nothing against Harvick. He's a great driver. He's he's still one of the best in the sport. But I think that maybe you know it, it's it's tough to repeat that. And uh, you know, it's not that he's even getting older. It's just the competition's going to get closer. I think. I don't know if he's going to. He might rattle off some wins at the beginning of the season, but I don't know if he's going to keep it up. Here's how I know if Harvick's going to make the final four. If he wins four races before the chase, I think that he can like kind of not cement himself in there, but you know, have an incredibly play. good shot. But, you know, Truex I think and, if he and just Bush are so Harvick, Sorry yeah. real quick, but, like, if Harvick can get to of eight, I think he will get in to... Because he's going to uh, win at Phoenix or Texas. Or Texas, yeah, either one. He's just going to cheat at either one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, maybe he just doesn't even make it past the round of 12. We'll see what happens. Could be, yeah. Uh, Truex and Bush are two of my picks. They're the two Toyotas I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take. Um, I mean, I, I can't count out Kyle Busch. We talked about this, um, uh, Kevin. Like, yeah. the fact that Kyle Busch has been in all but one um, Final Four. Like, he's yeah. just he's prime Kyle Busch right now. Mm-hmm. And he's only going to get better, I think, because he's calming down. And yes. like a calm Kyle Bush that can think, that can like keep his nerves. Like, oh man, that is scary. Ooh. Okay, I thought that I'm watching a game. I'm watching Heat and Warriors. I thought Kevin Durant just got hurt. Yeah. Um so those are and Truex is just still like he's gonna keep giving it his all until he retires in a few years. So I I until I see Truex not perform, I'm gonna keep picking him. Um okay. I did say one of my others, and I can't pick it. I just don't know who it's going to be, but it's going to be someone in the Penske camp, either Lagano or Keselowski. I don't think Ryan Blaney gets there this year, and it's nothing on Blaney. I just, I don't, I haven't, I didn't see enough in the chase last year that made me yeah. say, like, yeah, the win obviously at Charlotte was huge, but like, I mean, that was a that shoot. Yeah, he had luck. no business winning that race. Yeah, I can't tell you one another race in the chase where besides Texas, but. He failed. Ryan Blaney can kill you with consistency. I don't think he's going to light the world on fire with any. I think he could win like one to two races this year, but I don't think he's making the final four. However, Keselowski turned it on at the right time. And if it wasn't for his controller batteries falling out at Charlotte, I think that he continues that run. He continues that confidence. Like, yes, obviously the round of 12, he had bad races, but I think he lost a lot of confidence at Charlotte. Um, you know, Brad Wolf is still a great crew chief. People forget this. Um, and Joey Logano, I mean, he just, he, he, he sticks around. Like, no, he's like a cockroach. You can't kill him. He's just going to stick around and keep yeah. winning. So, you know what? Logano's got his confidence. I, 
like I'm blown away honestly by like how locked in he looked at the end of the season. It really annoyed me, but it's going to be one of those two guys at the end. And then my fourth guy, if it doesn't happen to be two uh, Penske guys, I, I think Chase Elliott gets in. Like Chase has progressed every single season, and yeah. I mean it's not it's not ridiculous to say that uh, that this could be Chase's year. Like he could win at Phoenix, he could win at Martinsville, he could he could just get his way in there. And it, I mean, regular season wise, Chase wins two to three races there. Like you know, he's 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 got his confidence back. After he won Kansas, I was not. I wouldn't. I honestly wouldn't oh, he, be surprised if he won the championship. He impressed me so much at Kansas. He, he learned how to close the door. Both Larson and uh, and Kyle Busch. Like I know Harvick uh, had like a Sweden color or something to where yeah. he wasn't. But like Chase was catching him on that run before, so I think that would have been a great win. But he still held up. Two of the most talented drivers in the sport. I will uh, say this. Oh, sorry. Larson. So yeah, I, yeah. he. If he gets hot early, it's going to be hard to stop Chase. Yeah, exactly. Um, I will say this though: I'm not counting out any Stuart Haas guys. I, even Suarez could have like a great season. We never know, but you know, obviously, with a scenario with a Final Four, I'm going to pick the Gibbs guys late in the season over the Stuart Haas guys because while you still have a champion in Kevin, those other guys have a combined ten win. Oh, I'm sorry, eleven wins. Um, Gibbs, yeah. oh, yeah. players, nine, that's right, Gibbs really... drivers have a combined like <laughs> thirty-five wins, not named Kyle Busch or something. <laughs> like, oh, I think it's more than that. No, it is more than that. Denny has twenty-two, and Truex Wait, has how seventeen. Many does Denny have? I thought Denny was in the thirties. Yeah, I thought he was in the thirties. in the thirties. Man, I'm I'm yeah. disrespecting my own driver. Jeez. No, that's why a lot of people are like, oh, Denny's a crap driver. It's like, oh, Denny's <laughs> oh it's done. ridiculous when people say that. They just oh, like to yeah. shit on him because you know he's. Uh, he, he pushed around. Uh, you were a guy one time in Martinsville. Everyone's first. Thirty-one yeah. wins. Thirty-one wins. Well, wow. yeah. And Truex is like nineteen or something. Which Truex's number blows my mind now, because I really I and not to get off topic, but um, I really thought his career was over when he went to Fear Furniture Rose. Yeah, I thought that. <laughs> I honestly was wild. one of the few people who were saying that's a great move because he had nothing. He had nowhere to go. Sides, like okay. a team that was trending in the right direction because it was the season after Kurt Busch led them to the playoffs. And I'm like, okay, Kurt proved that this car has speed. Truex's job is now to find that. Speed. Yeah. I'm very glad that he did like RIP um, Furniture Row, but yeah. you know, forever in our hearts. Um, so your final four were what? Um, Bush, Truex, um, Elliott, and then a Penske driver oh, named Kozlowski. I, I can't pick one. All right. Let's I, go with uh, If I'm going to go with my four, I think number one has to be Kyle Busch. I mean, it's... Yeah. Yeah, it's Kyle Busch. Um, yeah. I know we were talking earlier. I said Kozlowski, but now that I'm thinking about it a little more, he has a new spotter, and, and it's not Joey Meyer. Him and Meyer, I thought, were just the best. Yeah, spotter. no, that really Especially helped. That, that really helped. Him. I thought he was going to be helping out so much. So I think I'm going to put Logano now over... Uh, over over Kozlowski. So Smart pick. I mean, Logano's like entering the prime of his career. <laughs> Plus, if you look at every past champion, everyone has made the final four the next year except for Johnson, if I remember correctly. Johnson definitely. Johnson's only made one final. So, yeah. 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 Um, 
And then number three, I want to say Harvick. Nothing's shown me so far to say it's not Harvick. Mm-hmm. And then I agree with y'all saying Chase, but I wouldn't be surprised if Eric Jones snuck in either. And you're 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 firmly on board the Eric Jones train, so don't even worry. I'm like, yeah, I like it, again. This package really helps them. So yeah, that's what that, like if it was last year and last year's package, but like all the storylines going into this year with like the old package, I would have said mm-hmm. Elliot. But I think this new package just helps out Jones so much that I can't pick one over the other right now. Gotcha. Yeah. All right, so well, hopefully um, we'll be able to get a second episode out this week. Just a little quick uh, Daytona preview. Hopefully uh, Friday night, right before or during the truck race. Uh, we'll see what happens there. But uh, until then, you know, follow us on Twitter at uh, LTL or yeah, it's LTLF um, LTLN. I don't know the name of my own podcast, so that's yeah. great. You know, I'm I'm off to a great start with getting more than ten followers. Um, it is at LTLN Podcast, all one word on Twitter. Give us a follow. Um, you know, subscribe to us on iTunes if you haven't already. Uh, you know, just tell your friends, get it out there, post us on Reddit a little because I feel bad self promoting myself. Um, <laughs> you know, just just you know, we're we all three of us met on Reddit. We're all on there all the time. You know, that's pretty much the best place to go get your news now that Jayski's pretty much dead. Um, yeah rest in peace honest to god jayski was just a huge part of our childhood um but yeah you know anything else to add um i'm just excited for nascar yeah Yeah, i I, I don't care if the racing was shit like too much today like i was just glad to see cars go like you know just just going around there yeah Um, hopefully something something changes we didn't mention i think i think boxes stepped up a little bit okay i'll allow that opinion to exist that uh, that one cam coming from the start finish line all the way up to turn one is absolutely stunning. Hopefully, yeah. they continue that throughout the rest of the year at the different tracks. Views like that. Unfortunately, fifty um, percent of sports broadcasting relies on the anchors, and yeah. unfortunately, I'm still on board the um, I don't like this anymore train. Yeah, DW. Should have been gone in 2017, um, but it's okay. As long as Mike Joy stays in the booth, I'm I'm fine with it. Yeah, but, uh, I don't mind Gordon, but yeah, just I yeah. Uh, okay. Something actually too from today, Michael Long, not at the track. I I didn't hear you. You cut out. Uh, I said Michael Walter. I thought he did a great job today, not at the track. Like he was an analysis. God, I hope they get rid of his grid walk. Yeah, I think I think <laughs> they're getting rid of it. To be honest, they might do it for the 500, but. Uh, the Hollywood Hotels don't exist anymore, so that's sad. Dude. The Hollywood Hotel was just such a staple of my childhood. There I was a race, I'm okay with it. <laughs> Sonoma 2002. There was a pre-race uh, thing where they kicked Chris Myers and um and Jeff Hammond out of the booth, and it was Kevin Harvick and Dale Jr. and they were making that's like right. so many. Kevin Harvick had this weird rivalry with uh with Chris Myers. It's very strange when you think about it because when Kevin Harvick was a was a young driver, Chris Myers had to have been like fifteen years older than him, and it was just like Kevin Harvick and them were just going at it and fucking with each other all the time. It was very <laughs> random. I, I can't wait for Kevin Harvick to be an announcer when he yeah, retires. He's, he's going to be, be so good. great, and he's going to be yeah, so great in the sport. Uh, we didn't mention that either that he's going to be calling a couple. Races yes, that was back. a pretty big storyline. Yeah, um, so I'm excited to see what he can do. I know what he can do, but I'm excited just to watch it. Let's do it. All right, Nolan, you got anything else? Um, 
one more question for you gentlemen. Yeah. Um, who's your guys' favorite drivers? I feel like we went through production. We kind of went over that at the beginning. Um, okay. Because I know you said yours is Denny Hamlin, a little hmm. bit sort of transitioning. So what happened was, for me, Denny was my favorite guy up until like Martinsville. And he's still yeah. a guy I root for. But once he did that, I'm like, I don't know if this guy can really still be like I like I know that's a shit thing to say in fair weather, but I am a NASCAR fan first. Yeah. And then like I root for drivers along the way. And Denny was just sure. like a guy that I loved, but you know, that that one hurt. And I really like this young crop of drivers. There's so many likable guys and so many great personalities. I mean, like I love Blaney, Elliot, Larson, Bubba. Like those guys are awesome. Oh my goodness! Sorry, the basketball game. Like the Heat just took like the lead with 51 seconds. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, yeah um, my driver. I yeah. I honestly don't think we mentioned his name the entire podcast until about 30 seconds ago. Larson. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm on yeah, Larson's just right a now. sleeper. Yeah. Like yeah. I out of the three drivers who didn't win last year that everyone thought was going to win, being Hamlin. Uh, Johnson and Larson. I think Larson will get the most wins out of. Yeah, it wouldn't even game. shock me if Larson fucks around and gets three wins. Yeah, like, yeah. and I think Kerpush being his teammate rather than McMurray's just really helps him tremendously. Um, so yeah, I'm yeah. excited to see what he can do. Yeah, real quick, I was a Ward Burton fan. He was my first favorite driver growing. Okay, I mentioned that at one point in the pod. Yeah, I uh, I I used to be a big Elliot Sadler fan. <laughs> and uh, okay. as funny as that is, but then when Eminem's uh left uh Robert Yates Racing and uh joined Joe Gibbs Racing, I picked up Kyle Bush. And okay. uh ever since okay. I've been a huge Kyle Bush fan. And um and I'm I'm a huge Joe Gibbs fan now, but at the same time I'm a NASCAR fan too. Yeah. So exactly. I try to I try to a double dribble. Be as, <laughs> I try to be as fair as possible when I'm talking about, you know, because I'm pretty biased when it comes down to Gibbs guys. So mm-hmm. if I'm giving Toyota too much credit, you guys just call me out for my shit. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I'll be on top of that. Yeah, yeah my, go uh, for it. My philosophy is I'm, as y'all said, more of a fan of the sport than necessarily any particular driver. Um, originally, I was more Tony Stewart fan than anything, but since like as I grew up and just became more of a fan of the sport, um, yeah, became more of a fan of the sport, and after he retired, Larson me so much of them um yeah so that's why i hopped on the larson train but yeah i like blaney baba chase all these yeah. young guys ton of guys to like i really i don't dislike any driver um right now people are like oh well, why don't you hate kyle bush you know it's kyle bush i'm like i kyle bush i think is the most talented driver in nascar right now <laughs> yeah. i don't even think of a hot take i think that's just common sense if you're have, well, he makes like, he makes it interesting he's uh he he gives people a lot of a lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah, he does. He's, he's great for <laughs> the sport, and he's not going to retire he anytime soon. But when he does, that would be a sad day. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's, that's about all I have. That's yeah. all right. I just I just wanted to ask that just to kind of get get to know you guys a little bit and see uh, where your guys' loyalty stands. Absolutely, so. no, it's fair because when <laughs> when the season gets going and the bias starts kicking in, like, yeah. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a little easier to tell then, but by then, you know, you kind of want to have an idea. All right. Well, uh, you know, I've been Anthony, Kevin, I'm, Nolan. I'm Kevin. Thanks, guys. Nolan, Nolan, I guess you haven't been here. Yeah, I mean.
It's all good. Oh, you um, cut out there. I, I didn't hear you. What'd you say? Exactly. Yeah. See, he's losing reception on his flight. Don't worry. <laughs> um, no, but hey, uh, it's been, it's been a great first podcast. You know, we're gonna keep learning from our mistakes and you know fixing up the little uh, kinks in the armor. But you know, for the most part, this went pretty well. You know, hope yeah. to see you guys for episode two. Remember to uh, tell your friends, hit the like and subscribe button, and uh, until next week, you know, have a good one. Yeah, see you guys. guys. Enjoy the race. Peace. Man.